Good morning on Saturday, or Saturday, well, it's oh, too early this morning. It's Sunday the 12th of uh, November. This is the big kickoff. It's Sunday the 12th of November <laughs> Just so obsessed Waiting for Saturday With the big match obviously We're trying to edge our way Into Saturday so Yeah well that's it yeah If anyone's listening uh, Good morning my good sir How are you? Great yeah Not a bother Yeah we had the football match yesterday Which we're going to talk yeah. about uh, Give ourselves an hour Yeah well, we won't talk about it just yet So okay Want to get in the humour uh, Is your golf finished? Uh, no one more Turkey shoot in two weeks Oh turkey I have to It's in Lutchestown because that was... You were in Westmanstown. Westmanstown last week. Yeah, did okay. Just missed out. But did all right. All right it was in good nick, actually. It was it? Yeah, considering, like, it, was, they were, they, it wasn't that soft. Greens were in good nick, nice and quick. Um, I played quite solid, actually. Um, is Westmanstown a full 18 or is it 9? Full 18, yeah. It? it reminds me a bit, a little bit like Lucan's back 9 before 18. Okay. You know, it's not bad, though. It's all not right. bad. I mean, drive was good. Everything, I was happy enough. Just okay. missed out. I'm not going to get into it because uh, I had a right good rant last week. Oh, did you? Uh, uh, some sharks, let's just say that. <laughs> Luttrellstown. Never Luttrell's played it. Looking forward I, I've to never it. played it and I think I heard good things yeah, about it. looking forward to it. We were supposed to play a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember the day where it was the second storm was coming? Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Brian came along and it's a whole money thing with society. So if we cancel, we don't get our money back at the right. deposit. So we kind of have to wait till late. So I think one or two members came in quite early. They oh, went okay. out first thing in the morning and they kind of were like, this is ridiculous. So they kind of said, yeah, look, come out again in a couple of weeks' time. So right. because Westmanstown was last week, our turkey shoot is now in Luttrellstown. So top 10 usually get a voucher. So hopefully you get me turkey. Right. And how many is in I haven't it? failed yet. How many is in it? Well, the good thing about it is I think in the last one... 11, is it? Yeah. In, <laughs> in the last one, it's, it's, it does be quite depleted. A lot of lads will be like, ah, whatever. Right. And the fact that it's the end of November, I'm kind of hoping on the same. But no, usually I do enough. I was I just squeaked in the last time for some reason. Right. I was kind of uh, being a bit too loosey-goosey and then I was kind of, geez, I better get my finger out. So I picked up a few points. So you ended up being turkey-lurkey. Yeah, well, yeah, second to tenth, get 30 quid voucher and then uh, winner gets 60. All right. Okay. So yeah. Nice right. cobble cobble for me, hopefully with a bit of luck. Haven't failed three years in a row, so this is me fourth now, so no pressure. Gotta feed the family. <laughs> Gotta feed the family. So anyway, uh what else have we got coming up, mate? Right. Well we basically had guests coming in and <laughs> So we're filling in. And we're, and we're actually <laughs> filling in, yeah. We we had two guests coming in and, and both couldn't make it in. So we're actually we're gonna talk about the Ireland game. Uh, about nine o'clock or so, and, and if anyone wants to join in, uh, hand out the, the old. Our number is oh eight seven zero six two seven one three eight. Okay, and of course, uh, the big kickoff ninety six point four at gmail dot com. If you want to join in, if on you Facebook want to say your, whatever your piece, and uh, obviously yeah, we're on the Facebook page uh, because we put up 
that we were we were looking for people to, to come yeah. in and a few people started to yeah. chi- to chip in already so uh, there is uh, people do have opinions about of course about the uh, we're, we're, of course we go to our normal sports news uh, back in time back in time a, is making makes, a comeback today makes a return just to try and give us a bit of a lift before Tuesday if anyone's a bit down after yesterday and uh, later on we'll introduce our new uh, the big tree so it's the big tree cards uh, under my skin puzzled and thumbs up cards that uh, guests in future will have to come in and so talk we're going to give it a go today yeah we'll give it a go today and, yeah. um, and, and more it'll appear more apparent later on anything else we can do to kill a minute or two what's the traffic like it's a lot of blue tack on the walls isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Traffic at the moment, absolutely no cars going past me. No cars. So anyway, we're going to start with Irish and what are we going with, mate? Uh, we're going with all twins and thank you. was the All Twins with Thank You at our usual Irish start. Uh, welcome to the big kickoff again. 96.4 Liffy Sound here. Join us. Uh, our number is 0876271138 or uh, the big kickoff 96.4 gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter or whatever you want. Um, Mr. Roy Shannon is going to kick off a bit of sporting news. Uh, I suppose it's not really sporting news because everyone knows about it but Mike Mazzulli, the president of, of the Association of Boxing Commissions and Competitive Sports, the ABC, has had his little talk about Conor McGregor. Oh, are we talking about Friday night? We're incident? talking about Friday night's incident. Oh, man. So, Can I tell you what I wrote down in my notes? Yes. All I have is McGregor, WTF. That's all I have. <laughs> Go on, move on. Yeah. Like, is, is he getting too much? Just quickly... Go on, just in case there is somebody who hasn't seen this. What exactly happened on Friday night? So, basically what happened was... It was the Bellator event in the tree arena on Friday night. Correct. And it was one of his stable mates in a fight. His name was um, Ward, Ward, Ward against uh, Paul Redmond. Yes. Right, so what happened? And anyway? he just knocked him out in the final seconds of the first round when McGregor yeah. jumped into the cage to celebrate with his friend yeah. in a clear breach of rules. Yeah, because basically. there's a set list of people, as far as I know, like there's you and your cornerman, and that's it, and the referee. Anyone else that gets in is not allowed. Anyway, go on. Basically, so Matuli said in a statement, um, Mr. McGregor, who was a spectator at the time, disrupted the event by scaling the cage prior to the conclusion of the bout. Mr. McGregor's conduct jeopardized the health and safety of the bout participants by delaying necessary medical attention to the fighters that were injured in the round. Correct. In addition, Mr. McGregor assaulted the referee, Mark Goddard, and the Bellator staff. So, is he think uh, Conor McGregor's been great for MMA. Yeah. He's been great for, I suppose, Irish sport as well. He's been great for himself. Mm-hmm. Is he getting too big for his boots? As in, hold on, you know, just sit back and watch it. Don't, don't take all it's the It's not about you today, mate. It's not about you today. Like, maybe no. that's what it is. Like, you know, he wants to be number one in everything, not just in the ring or in the octagon yeah. he wants to be the number one rich list he's mentioned he keeps bringing it up maybe it's to keep his stock up because he's not fighting for a while or maybe he knows he's not going to be fighting for a while is to make is it to keep him a bit like what we said about Joey Barton last week is a sound biting just to make sure everyone's still talking about you every week yeah. and stuff like that I don't know but the one thing I did notice about the video if anyone watches it just don't worry it's everywhere you can't help but miss it 
I don't even think his stablemate Ward knew it was him. He got in so fast and yeah. jumped on him. Yeah. I think Ward thought somebody was actually, for a split Attack second, he thought, him. yeah, because he hasn't a clue. He's on him so fast. And then eventually he gets up. The ref's telling him where to go. Then they, they actually crash into Redmond, who's still trying to come, come back into it. Um, and he, yeah, he's still a bit out of it. And of course, he pushes the referee and they had Nigel in Poland only a couple of weeks ago yeah. for the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think he got in, but he was practically at the cage roaring at Artem Lobov. And it was really like, you're not part of the team. Back off and sit back down yeah, with your fan. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. But there's rumours, obviously, about the WWE. Is he just getting into character a bit too early? You wouldn't know. Because then he goes and uh, he comes out. Then he gets back in. He slaps and you can see it. And it's not just a little tap as if to say, get away from me. It was a proper full open-handed slap to an official. Yes. You know, so... I. I actually, I'm I'm slightly disappointed because I think he's actually getting away from the fact that he's a sportsman yeah. and he's gone into panto far too quickly now. He's got he's yeah. like, oh, look here, I'm the villain, or look yeah. at look at me. It's it's just all t- too much attention grabbing. Get in, be a sportsman, do what you do best, which is go in, yeah. train, fight, and win titles. Simple, yeah. Because it won't take long. We all love our, our heroes and we all, all jump on them in any sport. Even if we're not UFC fans, a lot of us will love him because of his Irish and he's putting us on the top of the map. But we do like people with humility. Now, we, we can tolerate with him because it's good crack and it's with banter. And we do put up with it. Because you know what I, I, I always remember this I did, this lady kind of putting Steve Collins in his place in the Late Late Show for being just a bit too up himself, you know? Yeah, a typical yeah. Irish, yeah, you're a world champion, but, you know, a bit more humility, son. And, of course, the whole crowd jump up. You know, it's going to turn on him as well now at this stage. Less, less is more. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm not saying completely change, but just, if you've got stable mates and it's not your fight, it's not your gig, you just sit there yeah. and, and, and it, you've no right to be there. Relax. And, of course, there's all these rumours about his uh, extracurricular activities and is that the reason why he's as hyped up as he is? Oh, maybe, maybe. We but we'll, that's, 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 that's somebody else's issue. Allegedly. Exactly. But that's what everyone's jumping on in social media. Oh, this is what it is. Now, these are alleged experts, you know, and this, that and the other. But uh, you just hope he doesn't spiral. You want, to, you want him to go out on top. What's that? Oh, a lawyer said move on. Yeah. But no, but nothing to do with that. But just let's hope he doesn't spoil out of control in the fame side of things and stuff like that and yeah. sticks to the job. And gets back into the octagon or ring or whatever he's going to bloody do and do it right. Yeah. And uh, stay on top. Hope Solo. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, oh, we're not going here. No, uh, yeah. This just football's getting in on the act as well, seeing as... The, um, the Sepp Blatter thing. Yeah. Look, the quote is, I had Sepp Blatter grab my ass. <laughs> yeah. She was presenting the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, and uh, she was a bit nervous, and all of a sudden, Seb came over to give her a, a, a comforting tap in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> now, are they all it, like? It's a bit. It uh, is something like that really worth airtime? This whole thing. But then again, yeah, I suppose it should. This whole thing in Hollywood, yeah, it's blown up hugely, yeah, and, and rightly so, rightly so. But there is stuff starting to come out now that's a little bit ridiculous. I want to get in on it, kind of thing. Uh, he, he uh, no, this is, uh, yeah, he, he patted my bum in 1974. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, in 1974, you know, that kind of thing happened day in, day well, so out. It was, it was a different then. time, yeah. you know. Now, fair enough, like, yeah. and Hope Solo, you know, I mean, I, no, I'm not fond of Sepp Blatter at all, so it doesn't make a difference yeah. one way or the other. He, you know, but... If Sepp Blatter does
Yeah, uh, yeah don't be, you know, don't be coming out and whinging about it. She's yeah, well, she was well able to. She never got the chance to say it to him. He was gone, or this, that, and the other. And was really like, oh, right, she had the very, t- the very moment that he did it. Yeah, turn around and go, WTF? <laughs> <laughs> Nicely played. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. I, I mean, she's she's well able to. Now maybe she needs a bit of drink, but she's well able to go on and beat the crap out of her brother. Oh, yeah, Do you remember we had that? So she has no problem, you know, throwing the fists. So she should just put Seth in his, in his place. She can fight. Let, let. I think sometimes that if something like that happens, I don't think it has to be a major controversy. Mm-hmm. Turn around and tell someone, listen, you're out of place. Or mm-hmm. give, them a fo- give them a dig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly let it slip there. <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> Golf. Golf? Yeah. What, are you telling me? Have I no, I have, no, I have, I, yeah. I have a golf. Uh, the... The tour, the I don't know if it's PJ tour, is it, or is it the European? Depends tour? on where you in South Africa the European tour are in. Uh, let me see. Where was and it? the boys, uh, the PJ, I think is back in America. I think where was it? It was in China. Well then, I think or last or no, sorry, it was last week's Turkish Airlines Open. Well, obviously, so yeah, it was the European tour. Yeah. Uh, Henrik Stenson. The game's main tour seems to be set uh, to come under pressure to regulate wacky pre-tournament photo stunts after Henrik Stenson suffered a season-ending rib injury while being suspended in air posing as a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't mind, I was going to commend golf there because they're brilliant. They videos almost every other week really kind of selling the game as well. Because last week, I think it was in Turkey as well, but did you see it? They tried to do the quickest par five. It was a four-man team. Yes. And I think it was in Turkey. It was our, it was, 34 it, seconds was the record. And I think they beat it by two. England got it. Yeah. With Ian Poulter smug get but very yeah. fair play to him it was and France and South Africa but it was savage to watch yeah, yeah because yeah. I think there's I think it's a three man no it's a four, four man, man but the guy who drives has to get into a buggy just in case they miss the birdie put because it has to go in sequence yeah 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 because yeah. one of them missed the little easy tap so it's in. not necessarily the to get the part, it's just to finish the hole. Oh, finish it? the hole yeah. as quick as possible. But I think with South Africa missed their little four, their little tiddler for the for the for the birdie. Yeah, and they had to wait. In your man, he was still a couple of seconds getting there. Oh, I it was, it's but it's brilliant. But watching golfers enjoying themselves, and you know, golf can sometimes come up with stuffy, but they're great I to think watch. Just before, is it the Masters, <coughs> uh, the BMW Masters, or uh, yeah, they do this. They do the nighttime thing. Yeah, and the par three kind par of thing. Three like competition. Competition. And yeah, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's, that's it. Because they did another one this week. Uh, that I'll mention after this, but go on. But basically, what they said was uh, sources confirmed not only was the, <laughs> the uh, was he, uh, Shanghai Caper to blame for his injury, but Stenson was annoyed about being persuaded to do it in the first place. It's understood uh-huh. that other high profile golfers refused to participate, uh, which also featured number one Dustin Johnson hanging from the ceiling in a harness. So, I, I think that's unlucky. I think he's probably out for a season, which basically means he's probably out till Christmas and he's going to spend time with his family. And by all accounts, he's it's a, a nice thing. guy. It's a good thing. He's yeah. going to spend time but with But by family. all accounts, he's a nice guy and he's not the type to go, I'm not the only, that's the end of it, and throw a diva strap. Yeah. And he's but, one and of them. What, what you said, <coughs> excuse me, what you said is, is that it's actually, I see that, those things as well, maybe They're on brilliant. Facebook or whatever, and it's actually, you want to look at these things. Yeah. You're looking at golf now, it's giving it a bit of character. <clears> we talk about snooker and different yeah. things that are boring and not. These are, it's bringing character to the game, yeah. you know, so. And Europeans are definitely pushing it, yeah. He's an American, uh, the guy who's the head of a Pelly, I think is the name. Mm. And the odd time, and even on big day, the big time on the Sunday, like coming into the final nine, like, Obviously, they're advised that it might happen. Just don't be afraid to say hello or whatever. Yeah. But they actually do have little quick one-minute sound bites walking out from the tee up to the 
the second shot right. and even on, on, on actual game day like on, on, on Sunday I've seen it and it's the big lads and they're well able to kind of give their little sound yeah yeah blah 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 and it's real nice and short and sweet right good luck thanks very much yeah. John or whoever it may yeah, be and yeah. just trying to give them more access and trying to get more but there's so appeal. many of them now I mean yeah. the, 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 the two tours but there's, there's so many different tours obviously to get into those two tours yeah. but, but there's so many personalities there that yeah. actually makes it a hell of a lot more enjoyable now. Yeah. Like you've watch. got your Beef Johnson, Andy yeah. Sullivan, there's lads who are a bit of crack, but there's another one this week. It's There's no point in putting the clip on because you need to see it, but um, it was Lee Westwood, Parik Harrington, Ian Poulter and Martin Keimer. It was competition winners, got to get a little private lesson, but what they didn't know was the lads were to be terrible. Like do alternate, like absolutely shocking stuff and this is what I do and you can see them looking going, See for real, like yeah. you know, Poulter had this lady swinging it one handed, but with the other hand behind her back. Bad coaching, was yeah, it? Bad coaching, yeah. And yeah. she swings, and the club goes up in the air. And she, yeah, that's perfect. I do that all the time. Yeah. As well. She's looking around, going, "I'm sorry, you no, no, you're fine." <laughs> Harrington, like, has your man put the ball in the ground and put it? Yeah, hold on one second. He gets a load of grass and then covers the ball. I don't want you to see the ball now. Work away. No way. No, I do this all the time. Relax. <laughs> and every one of them is like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> but it's brilliant. It's clever. And you see them sometimes when they're doing their trick shots. Yeah. They'd have these trick shots where they throw the ball up in the air and they whack it 200 yeah. yards or something like that. But then you see the outtakes of them trying to do it about 20 <laughs> times. Yeah. But there's another great one as well. It's from a couple of years ago. I think it was when it was down in Kerry in the Irish Open. And they have a, a little gong. Like down a bong. Yeah, yeah. They have it on the other side of the lake and the lads were skimming with their drivers. Yeah, seeing that. And they're yes. trying to hit it. It's a cracking video. I think yeah. David Hell eventually hits it. Right. But the fun and the crack that they're having. But not only that though, the skill of their shots. Like it's a hundred yards away or more. And they're able to just keep it a couple of feet after. It's just remarkable. So I think what we're saying is thumbs down to the, to the tour. We want all the wacky yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the weird and wacky yeah. stuff. But definitely, um, yeah, check out a few of them. Like when you, when you while away the hours on YouTube and you're trying to get a bit bored, like you'll be amazed what you'll find out in golf. There's some That's great some ones out there. Ones, yeah. Keep an eye on them. But um, we're going to go to the ads and then we're going to come back with some more weird and wonderful stuff that's happening in sport. Of grounds for divorce there from Elbow. Who have the song for the John Lewis ad this year? Who have it? Yeah, we were just talking about because could we find out exactly Beatles. who was it? You, you said it's Beatles, is it? Oh, it's the Beatles. Yeah, it's good. The Beatles, the Beatles song. But yeah. uh, I got a good old uh, Monster Under Bed, Monster Monster. If anyone hasn't seen it, yeah, it's good ad, isn't yeah. it? It makes you wish that you were that age again and you had a Mazda Monster, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really do. I especially love the bit where he's in the barbers and the, the head drops and the yeah. barbers kind of go. Yeah, yeah. John Lewis is back, so uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. A bit too early, is it? Yes, forbidden. Yeah. We're gonna do we're gonna we take love it. Christmas now and we're we gonna take, take a it leaf. to extreme lengths when Christmas comes around. Yeah. And we are gonna take a leaf out to FM, our rival new uh, our, <laughs> our arch rivals. Our arch rivals. <laughs> uh, they feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn little sound. Um we're gonna take a leaf out of our book, so start of December we might slip in uh, some festive cheer. When? No, not the 1st of December, but Second or third or whatever they are. But oh. they, they usually they throw out their first song on the 1st of December. Be, it'll be very festive. It'll be full-on festive from that oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing out loud for all to hear. <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what a movie. We could go all day about this. Anyway, moving on. A uh, couple of, uh, couple of um, Ireland teams. 
were performing this morning as were rugby and football yesterday we had the international rules on this morning which was very quiet all week I, do you know I just seen it there yeah. and I thought God, D- Dave hasn't seen this yeah uh, anyhow so you have so yeah I watched literally the last 10 minutes before I picked you up this morning I didn't know it was it's on th- exactly it was on at 5 o'clock this morning uh, it was actually going to be one of me rants on a uh, our, our, our new kind of section because I literally thought it was only going to be on the RT player and don't know why a lot of sport is starting to go on the yeah. internet now but it actually wasn't it was on 2FM or 2FM I was, oh, I'm obsessed with them damn 2FM um, it was on RT2 this morning so I got the last 10 minutes um, and I had a quick look back on the reports and basically Australia looked very strong uh, Ireland got out quick but then Australia got into it and had a nice 15 it might even got a little bit longer uh, point lead uh, going into the final quarter and Ireland managed to keep it to within 10 um, so it's going into the second leg uh, second leg next week in Perth I think it's on Saturday morning um, but it's going to be at about half 8 in the morning so it's a bit more accessible for everyone but yeah kicked off at 5 o'clock this morning and I literally it was one of the clickbait uh, um, things that kind of put me onto it I think Thursday or Friday just so he's now Ireland are playing in Australia on Sunday morning there's no talk about during the week at all I didn't hear anything yeah now maybe Ireland are keeping a little bit quiet because it is a bit of a depleted squad not only just because of who didn't go but um, there was a vomiting bug four or five of them went down and there was one or two under injuries and stuff as well so it it wasn't just the depleted it was the depleted depleted squad but by all accounts, they managed to get so it back. There's no Dublin players out in there at all, is there? There was, there was originally supposed to be two. I think Bernard Brogan and A another, I can't think. But they pulled out with injuries. So there was right. going to be some, but the big boys weren't. So it's not really our best team. Though. No, without a shadow of a doubt. But, and, as, and one or two Mayo lads were missing as well. So it wasn't just Dublin. Hmm. But to not have one of your Ireland players at least is a bit disappointing. And it maybe for us, for Irish people, it maybe takes a bit of the gloss off it. It does, because it, does, it means you're sending the team out that's not your strongest. And there's some of the reasons that the Dublin players didn't play were, well... I want a break. We're fast. I, I need a break. Uh, we have to do this. We have to do that. Yep. Everyone needs a break. Yep. Get out and play for your country. So yep. what it does is it means that people like us... Well, don't really care yeah. about it then. Or I'd say GAA people probably don't really care yeah. too much because it's not really a full team. So what's yeah. the point? Um, like it's good to showcase other counties that don't quite get the recognition, as you know, in your beloved uh, All-Star Awards. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like there is good players in other counties and this yeah, is their is. little yeah, nod. Yeah. Do you know him from, say, uh, Wicklow or one of you? He's a good player. He's getting in and stuff. And that's great for that. But it should be littered with a few of your, few of your top players. Now, Australia... We're getting very experimental in a few series, and they had an indigenous team of predominantly kind of Aboriginal based players, and, we and they got them. mullered. Mm. So then they kind of said, right, they have to be all Australians, which is kind of their equivalent of the All Stars. Yeah. And that's what they've gone with this year. There's been one or two changes through injuries, so some of them aren't all Australian, but it's still a fairly strong squad and mm. a couple of big names, Betts and a few others. I noticed that Goddard and a few others, they're still there. And they were actually quite competent uh, today on the round ball. And uh, they got more goals in Ireland, which is usually what Ireland win on. And they right. only got one today. So I had a brief listen to Kieran Whelan and I can't think of the guy. I think he played in Australia. I think that's why he was there. Um, and they kind of said, yeah, Ireland will be happy to keep it in 10, considering what's happened this week. But need to have a little look about trying to get a couple more goals. A couple more goals make a big difference. So it's, it's all to play for. It's only 10 points. Yeah. So it's six for a goal, three for a point, our, our equivalent of a point. And then the, the Aussie kind of point, uh, 
uh, goals left and right. If, if they're, they're called wides, I think it's a point for them. So, you know, plenty you're, to play for. Yeah, so if you hit a useless shot, you get a point for it. Yeah, if you, if you skew them wide, like, yeah. so you can still get one. But that's on, I think it's Saturday. They said a six-day turnover, so I'm presuming it, it's Saturday. It's the 8, 12th and the 18th, yeah. There you go. So I think it's at 8.35 or 8.30. It's at half eight in the morning. Anyway. Okay. So if anyone wants to check that out. And in other news, uh, Ireland are in a World Cup this morning. Um, the Rugby League World Cup that we moaned about last week. <laughs> uh, pretty much a nothing game, unfortunately. We need a miracle of USA beating Papua New Guinea to get to the quarterfinals. But they're making light work of Wales. It's half time and it's 22-0 to Ireland. Right. So, um, yeah, strong enough side. Uh, Wales, obviously, will be rugby union obsessed. Yeah. So these are probably lads who fail at rugby union and it's yeah. a chance to play for a although then again although then again, there's probably a little bit of English lads who can't get into yeah, the team yeah, yeah. with this uh the eligibility rules. So yeah, there's two teams that were out this morning, so it looks like one narrow vic- uh, defeat and uh, still out to play for it, and then uh, it looks like Ireland rugby leader making light work of Wales. Alright. Um actually we lead, will we did you, did you see South Africa the South Africa game yesterday? Um yes. I watched the I watched a good bit of it. Yeah. Nah yeah. they make light work of it and plenty they, of positives. South Africa never looked in it. Yeah. At now, all. As I I'm not gonna stand here and say I'm an expert in rugby or anything like that, but I'll kinda go with what the experts are saying on T V. It was very much an experimental side from South Africa, but you'll still get the same traits of physicality and this and the other. And there's still some good players, but uh, yeah, impressive from Ireland because Ireland wouldn't have necessarily had their strongest fifteen either, so it's good to see them looking fresh and at it and a couple of new guys coming up and looking strong. I'm expert to know that if you put two teams in nearly the same jersey, it's going to get complicated. Did, thank God, because um, Neve was like, my five-year-old daughter yeah. yesterday, which one's Ireland? And I went, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know which one it is, but it's actually hard to explain yeah. to her which one it was. I don't care. I don't like care. a grey navy and then a really, really dark green. Yeah, ridiculous. What about the poor people on black and white TV? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That was the whole point of having a bright shirt and a dark shirt. Somebody somewhere probably has a black and white going. Who? What the? What? Who? There's people, poor people in the back yeah. of the carry. What's what's the what's what's the problem having a good old fashioned white jersey? I don't anyway. get it. Wait, wait it's just it's, it's terrible to get stains. Out. So, <laughs> have you tried it? Poor old kid, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring up a little bit more in thumbs up later okay. on about the Ireland game. So I'm not going to go too much into it, but yeah, much it was very good. Uh, Talk Sport had a West Ham fan uh, who has had enough, not of Slavin Bilic. So he's trashed the stadium again. <laughs> yeah, but he's had enough of the owners. I think we'll have a little listen. I love a good rant. Let's get this one thing straight, right, yeah. It's not only Bilic's fault, right, yeah. It's the board's fault. Now, we've got these three stooges in, uh, in charge of our club now, right, yeah? They sold our soul down the river. Enough is enough. We're in free, and unfortunately, right, yeah, Billich is going to go, and we need to get someone in. Why don't they get someone in to show a bit of ambition? Why don't they go for Andrew They said to the fans, oh, in five years' time, we're going to be in the Champions League. They're having a laugh at me. Tell you what, the way we're going, we'll be going down in League One. We say we only play. Two million pound a year rent. We only got to buy a light bulb, right? And you don't want to spend no money. All you're interested in is is take, take, take. You don't care about the fans, right? And the sooner, the sooner you not go, the better. We're sick to death of you. Get out of our club and get someone in that's going to change the places. You've made the club an absolute laughing stock, right? You really have. It's in our DNA, right? We always muck up. You promised us things, right? And you. The sooner you go, the better. 
was he peeping the horn there as well I while he was like, well, like yeah, angry. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as he opens the door home, all right, Tracy, what's it say? <laughs> <laughs> Right, darling, what's for tea, love? <laughs> Sausage, uh, egg, and chips. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's upset. But, uh, but it's brilliant, though. You know, I love. I love listening. And in fairness, there's always a bit of truth in it. Obviously, they really egg it up and hammer up, and a fan really goes for it. But you know. They, they've got a deal of the century there in the Olympic Stadium as you said they don't have to buy a lot exactly, exactly. You know, they're in two million a year like come on and the money and they get everything so I don't even think they have to pay for the security I don't even think they have to pay for police and it's club, all there. clubs do pay for police yeah, as far as I know yeah, whatever the deal is yeah. They literally pay a rent and yeah. nothing else. It's the same here in, in League of Ireland. You have to pay for your, yeah. your security and everything, your Correct. guards and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, they're, they're absolutely blessed. Uh, I think they might be a bit a bit tight in the old pockets. Yeah. And who, who's got the job? David Myers. And he's already talking about Torfin Arnautovic. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not surprised about that. Not a problem with it, but it just... Um, this could be it for Moisey. Like, it could be the making of him. He might think, right, enough's enough. I'm not being nice. I'm going to get stuck in here and try and get me back. Well, it could be his, la- his last big chance. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah. Because he has a... He, he, he dropped Sunderland. Obviously, unfortunately, not, it never happened not, at United. Probably not his fault. Everyone drops Yeah, exactly. That, that's a club. Didn't happen, you know. It's the same with Sociedad. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah, this is it. And maybe he knows. So maybe it could be interesting to see him kind of... Right, here And we he's go. probably harshly done because at United, it was always going to be hard after, after Ferguson. Van yeah. Gaal found it hard as well. Real Sociedad, they were in relegation trouble, kept them up and... And he was actually in a better position than he was, but they were, you know, they were probably asking too much of him. So it probably looks worse than it was because the papers like to get on top of people. But um, I loved Moisey in there. <laughs> I loved Moisey in one of his interviews. Like, yeah, we we do it unos dos tres times. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nice one, Moisey. Yeah, <laughs> you're no Steve McLaren, but come on. I, th- oh, I should have put up the clip when he did his interview uh, for taking the job. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> Tell me he didn't. He did, yeah. yeah Messing or? No, he did. He did if Port sort of came out. He sort of did the, uh, what's your man, McLaren. Kind of that kind of way. I remember he was in, in oh, Holland. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. I must get the clips out now. Oi, oi. Me out showing a plate. Yeah, it's great to be at Actually, that could have been him on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, what are we looking at here? We've got a couple of minutes. I want to bring up a documentary that's coming up tonight, uh, Alan Shearer. It's, uh, basically, it's Dementia, Football and Me. And uh, one of the interesting facts when I was looking into this a little bit, three of the World Cup winning squad back in 66 suffer with dementia. And I think there was the famous one with Jeff Astle. Yes. And the family are pushing it that it was the heading of the ball. Now, back then, the ball was a serious ball, yeah, like yeah, proper yeah, weight. Yeah. And on a wet day, even worse. So, Shearer kind of, I don't know exactly because I didn't want to read too much in it because I want to enjoy it tonight. But I think he does say himself, I have a terrible memory. I don't know if it's because of it or am I just one of them people. But he says, it's something that I do have a fear of. And when you hear about the previous yeah. people and yeah. stuff like that. So, he's looked into it. He's got tests. And that's the whole thing. I see him. He's getting an MRI as well, Correct. isn't he? Yeah. So, basically, he says, yeah, all the head of goals I would have scored, I would have practiced that a thousand times before I scored that goal. So, you know how much of an impact did it have on me hmm. so uh, it'd be an interesting one um, it'd be nice to see and is there a bit of facts behind it because I remember was playing on the Monday or Tuesday you, the top of your kind of forward did feel a bit tender like you, you bashed your head a few times so you can only mention you can only imagine with these lads who are doing it every single day and on a well 100% I blame that for my leaving start results <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, are we, what, what are we doing here? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we, are we taking it <laughs> It's a serious subject now we've got all... Sorry, uh, what? But, yeah. No, but there has to be a connection. Yeah, there yeah. There has to be a connection. Now, I'm not messing, but... I do have I'm a, I am getting some senior moments where I'm yeah I'm, unfortunately hold on, I'm having to think to a little bit longer now about who yeah who, you're right right it's on the tip of my tongue it's on the tip of my yeah. tongue it's a, no I can't get it yeah and just to follow up on that ironically as I was looking at that the next article was a guy called Aaron Hernandez who played for the New England Patriots he was a re- he was um, sent to life for a murder charge uh, very famous story in in America uh, and he took his life uh, this year in prison. But basically, he was suffering from the degenerative brain disease, CTE, right, Mm. Uh, that they discovered in a post-mortem state earlier in the year. And it's the worst case of that they've ever seen in somebody that young. Um, It's never that bad until they're well into their 50s and 60s. And I can't help but think that it has a direct link with, obviously, the heavy hitting of... NFL. NFL. Um, yeah, he played three seasons and first degree murder of a woman called Odin Lloyd. But um, basically, it's the bit at the bottom that I'm trying to find. NFL didn't make him kill people, though, did it? No, but what they were trying to say, I'm trying to find the actual bit. It says in... Um, but basically, it's the frontal lobe where your decision making, right. your, your moods. So I'm not saying the CT exactly made him who he was, yeah. but his kind of rationale is pretty much shot to shreds. Okay. So him doing what he did, because he got acquitted of two other murders. So uh, it, it obviously played a part in some strange way. Get out of it, will you? Uh, Rugby union. They don't have any helmets. No no guarding of... of I'm sure they're the same. ...of private areas we'll or shoulder pads or whatever. Playing and a game of f- American football is equivalent to getting hit by a car at 30 mile an hour every week. What is that? Basically. The brain, like the the famous movie about concussion and the whole lot. Um, a guy actually shot himself to prove it. And it's yeah. a famous story of a guy, I think in the late 90s. He knew he was messed up. He knew he was in trouble. And he basically donated his body by taking his own life. So and basically, when, it was. if someone gets knocked down at 30 miles per hour outside, get up, will you? The lads over in the States are getting <laughs> knocked down every day. We'll see you next Sunday. <laughs> <same time. laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like basically, but you can it'll see, be interesting to see what happens and yeah. what comes of it from yeah. Shearer. And there definitely has to be some certain effect. And it is coming into rugby in a sense of this whole concussion thing. And yeah. lads are struggling. Look at Kevin Doyle had to give up, yeah. and he wouldn't exactly been getting hit by a baseball bat every yeah. week at football. So, oh yeah, all joking aside, there is yeah, there has to be yeah. some sort of connection. Yeah, that's yeah. no doubt. Without well, a shadow of a doubt. So um, just tonight, before we go on a break, um, FIFA. There may not be a FIFA nineteen. Shannon, hold on. Why didn't you tell me this beforehand? Oh, why? <laughs> this, is bit, this is massive news. Like as in PlayStation, EA CEO explains why FIFA 19 may not happen and everyone is going crazy. Oh, uh, basically, what basically what they're saying is is that FIFA, FIFA 18 could be the last FIFA that you get, that you're port, able to port, purchase uh, in a shop. Online, they reckon that it's going to go down online. So you will now be able to have a subscription for FIFA. And every year you'll have a subscription and the game is going to get updated and you will be playing it online rather than actually purchasing the game. So FIFA 18 might actually be the last one. Oh, physical. Physically go into the shop and buy. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? 
Um, as long as the game doesn't change, I wouldn't be bothered. Like, obviously, updates and improve on different aspects of it. But as long as the game stays the same, because you can kind of download matches, or download matches, download games. You don't have to physically buy the hard copy anymore anyway. So I kind of understand, hopefully, that's all it really is. The game doesn't change, but just there's no point in buying the disc anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Just as long as it doesn't get too appy and playing it with your tablets and laptops and stuff like that. As long as it's still have your PlayStation or Xbox controller. Yeah, but I think that's that, that will happen. It says for FIFA, this would work in the mold of squad updates following a hefty transfer yeah. window and the ability to kick around in the latest kits. So basically, it'll just keep updating the game over and over on probably on a, on a daily basis. Yeah, because I'm doing the thing called The Journey, which is actually, it's, it's, it's good. It's called uh, Alex Hunter's his name. Yeah. Uh, he's a kid. Now, they went to a lot of pros, Harry Kane and all the guys, and they said, right, we're going to have this kid and you play as him throughout a season last year and of course they win the FA Cup and now this season it's all about the big boys are surfing around them and a whole lot and uh, I'm with Palace and Frank DeBoer is still my gaffer oh is he <laughs> yeah yes, he does. so I'd say it's stuff like that where it'll be Roy Hodgson and they can update stuff like that I presume a bit more yeah. easier than yeah. say they do now I yeah. presume yeah I'd say so too okay as long as the game stays the same I wouldn't be overly bothered but I'd be a, I'd be a bit like watch this space and we'll see what happens um, it's just gone back into the second half I love the fact that we have a bit of life sport that we can talk about even though it's a bit of a meaningless but it's still 22 nil to Ireland and by all accounts they're making light work and what the Welsh. state's going, game going uh, it's on later on they don't do this all at the same time oh, kind of crack. no, no. Okay. Another, another reason to hate rugby <laughs> i tell you why <laughs> anyway we'll be back after the break with a bit of back in time Yes, back, back in pocket time. demand. It's back the in The amount time. of emails we got to uh, get this back in. Stop. Oh, couldn't get in the door with the fan mail yeah, for back in time. I had to take the week off work just to read all the emails. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, for any of you uh, massive uh, Anorak fans of the show might be able to tell us that we think we did this year already. Well, I think we I'm nearly 100% yes, sure that or we, we were within a year of it. Yeah, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, but so, so many different songs and there's so many different sporting yeah. events, um, it doesn't make a difference. We're doing it because there's a link. Yes. It was our last playoff win to get us to a World Cup, not to a tip, but to a World Cup. So hopefully it'll be the same again come Tuesday. I think we'll talk about that after exactly. the, the first song. So this first song uh, from 2001 is from The White Stripes. Doom, 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 doom. Bet you it's not. No. <laughs> Classic there from the White Stripes. I always listen to the White Stripes there the other day. Yeah. And they have a hell of a lot of good songs. Probably the greatest two man band, well, two person band. Two person. There is. Very close family. Too close? Too close. Too close? I'd say too close. Let's move on. Jeez, we're, we're, really, uh, we're really on the line today, aren't we? Hope solos and... Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where to go. Uh, uh, Anyhow, 2001. <laughs> yes. 2001's our year. And Come on, so, looking back at 2001, I have The Guardian in front of me, Ooh. and at the end of 2001, Saturday, actually the 29th of December 2001, at 21 hours, 20 minutes, so 9.20, The Guardian put up a piece, basically, of all the different 
sports people of the year. So heroin of the year, shock package of the year. Go. Uh, heroin of the year. 2001. Ellen MacArthur. Ah, uh, she went around the world that year. She did. On her own. She became the, became the fastest woman and the youngest individual to circumnavigate the earth in a single-handed race. Does it say how long? With perils of loneliness, icebergs and tiredness, yeah. never far away, she showed remarkable bravery and fairness. There was, I remember actually Sky News and they were all making a bit, and to be honest, it was amazing. And I remember watching one or two little video blogs she must have done and most of them she's fine. And then there's one or two where she's literally bawling in front of it like she's gone she's cracked she's lonely and she's literally in the middle of the sea where she, she can't just get out and obviously it grabs you but uh, fascinating stuff yeah, yeah. something that you know, I'd never do unless it was like a, an apocalypse thing and you'd no choice there's yeah. just there's certain things that it's just like no don't care how much money you throw at me I read a book about this fella who rode across the Atlantic from America to <sighs> England and it's a brilliant book. I can't even remember what it is mm. uh, because of my dementia, right? <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's a brilliant book. But it's just the amount of things that happen just going across the sea, you know, from... How your mind plays tricks or... Uh, he had a whale that swam along with him for two hours. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Probably and start talking to him and the, God knows what. At one stage, flying fish was jumping into the boat, you know, and he was <laughs> trying to feck them back out again. Because I think that, um, that crazy lad, James Cragnell, He's a he's a he was an Olympic rower, like but he's a nut job. He does all that kind of stuff so as he well. Does that, yeah. And I think he did it with um, uh, Ben Fogel, but they end up having to do it naked for a while because the chafing and the yeah. it was killing them. Yeah, yeah. And he's a psycho, and he actually brings on the pain. But yeah, I can I can only uh, yeah. So and in a rowboat, maybe that's something we can do for charity. <laughs> die, not, not the naked part. Sorry, die at sea. <laughs> yeah, die at sea. Yeah, because <laughs> row, row. Oh, here's a wave. <laughs> Gone. Uh, <laughs> Shock package of the year. Shock package? Shock. What? Shock. Oh, shock. shock. Okay. 2001. Uh, actually, mm. you won't get it. It's tennis. And it's Goran Ivanisevic. Ah. 150 He came in as the wild card. Yeah. Greeted upon his arrival back in split and well-deserved. Not since Boris Becker uh, won a title at 17 years of age in 1985 has been such an did unlikely winner of Wimbledon. Did that finish on a Monday as well, if I'm not mistaken, that year? Mm, yeah. Something about Doesn't it makes me think it happened on the Monday. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of them. We all throw our eye on Wimbledon in the summer, and we all like, like obviously over in Early Heights, and they make the little grass court, and we yeah. all go out on the little square things in Arthur We all get into it for two weeks, and then the rackets go back away again. But a lot of us would remember that, like, because it, it, he was a big character in Wimbledon, and he always was there, thereabouts, and he was gone on the scrap heap, and then he had one last around with a bang, and he was a wild card, I think. Yeah, he was ranked. Uh, 125 in the world and went on a run yeah went on a run he beat seemingly he beat Henman in one of the all time classic oh no sorry having won a three day nail biter a three day nail biter against Henman I'm nearly sure it was finished on the Monday that year it was one of them years where the weather was so bad the weather was bad something tells me it was was the Monday Um, and then uh, saviour of the year would have been David Beckham against Greece now in fairness he was outstanding that day. Yeah. He literally, it was like somebody packed him up with the fully charged batteries and just let him go for 90 minutes. In fairness to him, fair play to him. And that's, that's a game I'll always tip my hat to him. I've, I'm a fan of him as it is. Because um, I know some people, oh, he doesn't do it. It's irrelevant. He, he, he had a great engine and he really dragged that team across the line that day. And of course, a free, a, kick, a free kick of all time. Like, they what, don't go in all the time. At what and a time? I think there was only a few minutes 90, left as well, And it? ironically, that was only a draw. Yeah. Like, that's how poor they were. Now, whether it was... They, they, in fairness, the Greeks are good because three years later they were the European champions. So it was a decent side. They were hard to beat. 
Yeah, exactly. And this was, remember, this was the time when they went on a bit of a tour because they were still doing Wembley. So it was in Old Trafford as well yeah, yeah. for him. And I think he scored an Anfield on that qualifying campaign and yeah. everything like that. But now Beckham was superb and that was a great one into the top corner. I remember that. So from one superhero, although, although I don't know if Book Rogers is a, a superhero, but... Uh, feeder. Here's Feeder. Book Rogers. Cracker. That was a great one. I think I think that's the one from uh, Grant's Rizzo, as I said. Yeah, very hard to break on a corner when that's on. Just, just keep going straight. Uh, obviously, we're going to finish up in back in time because of the fact that Ireland playoffs, last World Cup, 2001, Iran. We always seem to get a rub of the green in the draws for playoffs. A little bit. Not everyone. I wouldn't say all the time. No. But we always seem to kind of end up getting who we kind of want. Kind of. Well, we wanted Estonia, remember? Oh, yeah. Jeez, we struck all there. We got, I remember Belgium, that wasn't a great draw, although oh, Belgium right. weren't amazing then it was a, That was it, but we got the away goal, job done, Helton, and it was just brilliant, and then they got a sucker punch with a couple of minutes to go. Yeah. And Obviously Denmark, we, devastation. We, we probably got the, the best draw possible for yeah. us, not to say it's an easy draw, but we got the best, po- and leave it, for a few minutes, <laughs> <laughs> we need to fill time in. And then this year we got... Iran, Iran. Yeah, yeah we got the. Uh, I th- were we were we the only team? Were we the worst second place team? Is that how it came about? Yes. And they play fifth or sixth in. But there was Asia. only one second place team who had to play a playoff, and of course it's going to be of us because Ireland. Ireland like it's to what do we do the way. But when we heard that it was going to be, is it, was it were they Asia or Asia? They're, in, they're in Asia. No, they're Asia. Iran, yeah. Iraq. Yeah, no, they're in Asia. So we said, right, who have we got? And we've. Right, we have Iran. So, well, we have a good chance. Yeah. We have a good chance. And in fairness. Yeah, did. it was 2-0 at home. And then Keane cried off, allegedly, if, 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 if Mick McCarthy That's had where it to say about it. That's where it all started. That's what yeah. planted the seed of the, the wonderful world of Saipan. But... Yeah. Uh, Genuinely or not, I couldn't care less. We got there, and that's all that matters. But uh, yeah, that was the famous one where yeah, he he didn't go to the away game, and there was was there a problem with the feed for that game? I'm thinking no, I'm no. thinking of the Turkey playoff. Remember? Turkey one, yeah. We had to go to all over the world, all over. I the country went down to, to Bob Carroll's at the time for Turkey for the Turkey yeah. game, and everyone was sitting around at this small little portable TV. <laughs> the pub was packed. I was actually not even in the room. I was looking through a doorway at the at the match and. What, yeah. What a terrible, terrible game. Yeah. Of course we lost. So. Yeah, to make it worse. But, but with um, the Iran game, what we, I, I was at the one in Lansdowne. Yeah, we were quite comfortable in Lansdowne. It, 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 we could have got a couple more. Yeah. Uh, we got a penalty, I think, Robbie Keane. That's right. Yeah, Robbie Keane. And I, I think, think he got, got the two of them. Yeah, he, he got, got the two. two. And then for the uh, game over there, as you said, it's 100,000, I think. It, it was a massive stadium. Wasn't it? Massive. So they were talking, will the Irish fans go over there or not? Of course they're going to go over there. There won't be any Obviously Muslim stay, and, yeah, you know, nice and dry. Of course they found drink somewhere. <laughs> you know, that's what they do. Uh, or we do. But <laughs> the game itself, 
I actually can't remember too much, but no. I don't think they they had their bits of on opportunities now. But I don't think it was a you know. Well, I don't think it was back to the wall. wall. No. I think they got a goal at an early enough time to make it a little bit. Near. It wasn't like a last minute hurrah. Like it was. Yeah. I can't remember. Jesus, just got to show you how much research we do. But when they did score. There was only a few minutes left. Mm. So they scored to make it 2-1. Yeah. I think it was in injury time, 90th minute or something like that. And then there was about three or four minutes injury time. Bit of commotion. And we kind of seen it out in, at the end. And, and you're there singing, make McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, so we were down in Kenny's. <laughs> and it was early, wasn't it? Was I was it, going into work that night. Was the game early I was on the here? night shift in Neil Packard. What, was it a Sunday? Uh, oh, it was midweek. Was it I, midweek? I, yeah, it definitely was midweek. God, we And were. it was like a four, four or five o'clock kickoff. Because I was in on the night shift then at half seven. I mustn't have had work the next day no. or didn't go in because I was I think we all had well no you went on I had to go into work oh did you yeah because we think your man Kenny what's his name John I don't know which one no I don't even think it was him was it yeah. not him what, wasn't anyway, too, they, uh, they weren't too happy didn't want to sing it out at 6 in the afternoon for some reason the Bob the Builder team came into it was <laughs> Mick McCarthy do we like him yes Mick McCarthy, yes we yes, do <laughs> So and this kept going on. So I don't think they they were fond of Bob the Builder in no. Kenny's. So I think we were asked to keep it down, and then there was a couple of words said uh, about why we should keep it down. We're enjoying ourselves yeah. and all this sort of stuff. Anyhow, we moved into O'Neill's, and they were happy with the Bob the Builder song, but they always are at the back. The back was jammed right. of O'Neill's. It was absolutely jammed, and of course, in good old O'Neill's on a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon, on a Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon, and in good old O'Neill's. Back of the pub fashion, it was mental and it was great. And I always remember, I don't know which game it was, but watching all the zombies at one or two o'clock in the afternoon after being down there for the half seven kickoff game when the pubs were open, just for breakfast. Just for breakfast. But by half one or half two, all the zombies shuffling around, trying to go home, trying yeah. to, why is the chipper not open? Because <laughs> yeah. it's one in a day, mate, gone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was a mad World Cup. They don't. O'Neill's don't open anymore the back part it's only for functions now so oh. it's just the, fr the, the front part I was just thinking that shows you how I would touch arm in the village it, yeah just don't be down there but uh, it, they've lost out because that used to be mental ah it was the place to be so we're going to finish with an Irish song again and we're going to finish with an appropriate name and let's hope come Tuesday night it'll be a beautiful night not a beautiful day but this is you too. And that's over. Or is it? It is now. <laughs> Beautiful. We didn't think that was coming on there. It took about three or four seconds. Three or four seconds. Okay. So. And just a little, uh, uh, a quick one, because I thought about that earlier on. Do you remember when it, the match of the day went to the dark side and it went to ITV? Yes. And that was their tune. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's right. They, they, they had it for at least two seasons, maybe more. More so, yeah. yeah. I think they could have had three or four years. And like, the show was okay, but it was the ads. It killed it. Yeah, it's not Match it, of Like, it was an hour show and it crammed. Match of the Day is Match of the Day. Can it was like, you can't, you can't, because yeah. even, I know some people look at the RT one or, or whatever it was. that Or was did it. at the time, yeah. But because of the time. Probably the time. Because it was perfect. You get it, you get it before you go out. Probably, yeah, but. Yeah. When you get really old, you can't go out. And uh, was it Des Lynham? Wasn't he the presenter? Yeah, when he yeah. was the show. Yeah, it, yeah. Like as I said, there was little bits of it that were decent, but it was, it was the ads and everything else just ruined it all. It was, it was ridiculous. But anyway, um, so last night, seven forty-five, Parking Stadium. I'm going to start. Were you happy with the team selection before the game? Um, it's hard to. 
without can you kind of say forget the game for a minute when you first seen the team were you a bit like mm, not bad well there's not, there's not much option in the no. Irish team so you know see it doesn't matter I think if you had um, Messi or anyone like yeah. that in the team the team's going to be set up in a certain way anyhow yeah, yeah. alright so if we so had personal is not that big I don't, a deal. Well, I mean, obviously if you had Messi you'd have some sort of hope <laughs> but if yeah our personnel no matter who we have the system and the yes. style of play is going to be the same way so I turned around to my dad and said alright prepare for all this uh, frustration again yeah. and obviously that's the way it turns uh, out listen, we know what I said doing. it all week performances out with the window for these two matches because you're not going to get it other than dogs of war Yeah, and it's about getting through and once you've seen the team it was like I was a little bit pleasantly surprised he took a gamble on the likes of O'Dowd and stuff like that and shows that he's a little bit ballsy. And I thought he was going to go with the Glen Wheel and then pack in the midfield and the whole lot. I was just, the one I was surprised about, and I, and I know I've been a critic of Long and his finishing, but Murphy is a partner in my opinion. And unfortunately, all he can do is win high ball, but the two boys are well able for him. Yeah. So long for the running between the lines and slowing them up a little bit. Now I know we got we they were, we were quite comfortable because they played a quite direct game as well. So your Duffy's and Clarks were well able for it. But Long could have just maybe nicked one or just slowed them down a little bit to maybe push us out that extra few yards to potentially attack a little bit more than we did. Um, I think one of the problems was. As you said, long ball was going up to Morphy. Yeah. He was on his own. Or, yeah. But Morphy was getting flick-ons and there was no one around him. No one. Their defender would win the ball and their players would pick up the ball. Yeah. Because our midfield was so far back all yeah. the time that they weren't picking up the ball. So the purpose for me, I'm looking at Martin O'Neill's team mm-hmm. and I actually think he's afraid of losing. He's, he doesn't dare to win. He's afraid like of losing. a lot of managers now. And when he he'll look at that match last night and he'll go right yeah we got our tactics right and but but he, you didn't win the game we, mate. Th- we talked about it look with Martin O'Neill he got lucky last night mm. they should have definitely uh, uh, Cisco Tong Song <laughs> I was singing that last night <laughs> watching you do it as well <laughs> <laughs> why am I singing that because I heard him going oh, and Cisco's on the bus it's Cisco it was actually Cisco Cisco was it well, Cisco. sounds like yeah, it doesn't matter Cisco, anyway yeah. moving on. What a chance for him. Oh, all day long. And in fairness, that, I thought that was a tap-in. And Duff, I didn't know much about him. And Duff go, oh yeah, this guy's the most assist in the league. And you're like, okay, this guy might be tasty. He actually didn't do a lot. No, we, the first half was, he was more lively. Second half. He looked a bit half, lively, but yeah, I think it was a whole looked, lot of nothing. Yeah, we had a great chance though. Well, apart from that, of course. I think he got on. Yeah, but it's very, as they said, you said this morning, what was it, the quote that Delaney, your man Delaney found? Oh, he said, trying to, um, trying to break down Ireland was like trying to open a tin of beans with your bare hands. So if uh, the Tong Song can't get through, <laughs> it's because they're very hard to get you know get through yeah you know yeah. It's, 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 it's not exactly. as easy as being able to string four or five passes because you have ten players around the box so the only option you have is to go over the top yeah and Ireland I don't care how they say it Ireland you can only so many times defend around your box before you're going to concede oh and yeah if you're sitting back for 90 minutes you're going to create you're going to give them a chance you're going to have one or two options yeah the ball's going to fall and you have somewhere. to hope they fluffed their lines and yeah. thankfully they did now heading we talked about dimension just not so long ago, right? Yeah. And Ireland are probably the number one team in the world ahead,ing and yeah. now Alan Shearer is trying to get rid of it. We are screwed if if, oh, if, if that, if if that if takes it out of our game, yeah. we're in big trouble. Because basically, 
every time we talk about Ireland now, we're talking about how Shane Duffy was wins brilliant every. and wins everything. How Kieran Clark helped along and won everything. So that's what how I was disappointed about Denmark. Why couldn't they have been more clever? Let's let's get rid of now. In fairness, I think they were trying that crossfield ball to do it to the fullbacks instead yeah, yeah. because they knew the boys would sweep it up. But if you have somebody like Ericsson, maybe try and be a bit more clever. Like they put in Cornelius, another beanpole who did absolutely nothing. Now he he was the one was the first shot. Oh no, it was the second shot second for the shot, double save. Yeah. But was food and drink for Ireland. Yeah, we li- they literally played into our hands. And even Ericsson, I don't know. There was a lot of hype about him both here and probably over there. Didn't seem to want to take the mantle of being the main man. But again, it's very hard to find that space. Without a shadow of a doubt. Now, you in fairness, you're only as good as what you have around a you. A couple of times well. he dropped back beyond the midfield and got on the ball and won or two besides the centre-half yeah. trying to get on the ball so, sometimes. You know, Ireland do make it difficult. Mm. But to... Now, and again, my dad last night turned mm-hmm. around and says, Martin O'Neill has said it before, it's a different... It's different team in qualifications than it is in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Tournament mm-hmm. team, you go and you're looking to try and perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, qualifying is about... Getting there just the getting there yeah. but do we have to be so poor do we have to be so bad what I was going to get onto in the car earlier on like you were like no save it was the fact that the first half not surprised not surprised one bit and I said to myself no maybe this is a stereotypical suck the life out of the game for 60 minutes long as on the bench we're going to maybe turn the screw a little bit fresh legs their back line's a bit more tired and the lads might go up that extra few yards and We'll, we'll do our usual Nick things and that's what I was fully fully like that's what I thought especially the way the game was going they were it was a 50-50 game in the end and we never really threatened them to see how they are they weak it was potentially a 50-50 but that's game. what it looked like to me it was a potentially 50-50 game we sat back and right give us your best shot right they don't have a lot we're definitely going to impose ourselves a bit more in the second yeah, half. I was convinced yeah. of it yeah. and, and it never happened wor- we actually got worse yeah and it never happened and yeah. there was basic things you know like um McLean just ran the ball over the line. Yeah, but this, see, this is what I'm saying. He looked now. lost. He didn't know what to do. Martin now, in o- fairness, there was no one around. Him. No, Martin O'Neill's tactics is making these lads look like jokes. And everyone who doesn't watch them week in week out, they're useless. Are you? And I'm yeah. like, I don't blame you for you think that, but we see them week in week out. They can do a lot more than that. Uh, Dam- Dam- I have a lot more faith in them. Than Damien Duff, obviously, playing yeah. in a second. But Damien Duff even said it. Harry Arthur's playing for a, a team in the Premiership, Bournemouth, yeah, who, who play right, ball, who play football. Yeah. Who get on the ball and play the football around? So I think you try to do it twice. If you're in your own half, probably ten yards off your box or five yards off your box, and when you get the ball and there is not one person up front, you look up ahead. The and only you place see, you can kick it is into the yeah. into the corner, and he mightn't even see Murphy because all he can see is four or five red jerseys in front around him. him. So you have to get rid of it. So put so it into the corner. The tactics are basically so we'll have a look at it. Let's have a look at the, the overall game plan, right? Yeah, Denmark long ball, right? Yeah. Ireland, long ball. Yeah. So what's the difference between Ireland and Denmark? Right. Well, Denmark get the ball. They're passing it round. Ireland are sitting back. Mm-hmm. Denmark get on the ball and they're looking, as you said, they're playing those diagonal balls. Yeah. But when, even when they haven't built up for a minute and, mm-hmm. and pushed players on, even when they get the ball out from the goalkeeper, they have pushed on their two wingers yeah. who pushed in beside the centre So forward. if you're going long, you have all the bodies for the so second ball. you have ball. the bodies and, and, a, and a midfielder or two waiting for a ball to drop down. So when they for have the, the diagonal ball, they're picking up the scraps and then they're playing in around their box. Now, Ireland long ball. Ireland get the ball, knock it long up to Murphy, and when Best the ball drops, it's the complete opposite. <laughs> the wingers are stuck out wide yeah. on the line, 
because it's a five man I don't care what he says it's not a 4-3-3 three, three, it's a 4-5-1 four, you have five oh, players in midfield and, and if anything it's a feckin' 7-3-1 it's a defensive 7-2-1 on it's a defensive game. 5 yeah. in midfield so in other words basically what he said was keep it tight he went for nil and that was it there yeah. was no 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 hope of trying to maybe get lucky and, and, yeah. and something I genuinely happens. had belief that they were going to roll the dice a little bit now not not in a really risky way but I genuinely thought they were going to r- roll the dice a bit in a second and that's when I start really open up up in the ante of moaning about little things because I kind of knew it was going to be that bad in the first half and I thought just no no Long's on the bench I think that's for a reason Yeah, tired legs let's give it a bit of a go uh, and bitterly disappointing to watch lads even trying to knock it long yeah. no one around them and they're going to hit a volley clearance and they're slicing it out to touch they're yeah. not even hitting it properly into the, they can't even hit a decent clean strike but is that not ensuing from a slight bit of panic because the ball keeps coming in on top of all the time. You're under pressure for five or ten yeah. minutes without touching it. Then you get it. Oh, there's red everywhere. And I, I get why they do that. But it's just like, I'm not asking them to play like Barcelona right now. And none of us are. But there is a way of playing an attacking direct game. And of course Why and, don't we do it? And who was the greatest at that for us? Jack Charlton. Yeah. Jack Charlton had a plan. Push everyone up. Knock the long ball up the way Denmark did. Yeah. And pick up the pieces in their yeah. half. And go and play our And if you want to play ball in with 30 yards out, I don't care That's if you play ball. Just don't do it in my back. Anyhow, we'll have yeah. a listen. Damien Duff had so his say after the game. Before then, Damien, give me your verdict on, on what happened this evening. Happy enough with it? Uh, so-so. Uh, I'd be, you know, going along with the Harai, the, the Denmark manager. He was speaking before the game that he'd be happy with nil all because potentially they've got 120 minutes in the Aviva to go and get that away goal. Um, I think they're goal lust. I still think we're kicking ourselves that we didn't score. And the disappointing thing is that we never really went toe-to-toe with them um, on the front foot. I think Jim called that we never never took the game to them. And I just think with previous our previous result, our form at the Aviva at Lansdowne Road, there's no reason to think that we're going to go through or, or take the game to them there because I don't think we're good when we take the game to teams um, but we have to because we have to score mm. uh, Eamon said in the break if we go 1-0 up after 10-20 minutes we'll sit back for 70 minutes fact we've done that since mm. since I was a player and I still fancy Denmark to come over and, and score you think back to the results in the group Serbia we lost Austria won all that would mean we're out Wales penalty shoot out Georgia struggled for large parts of the game so there's no reason to think that we're going to go and dominate on Tuesday I don't think Denmark are great shapes but like a touch on a half time uh, yeah they played a long ball I think they still work it better than us but I'd still be disappointed like without the ball yeah brilliant we defend well desire spirit but you expect that from Irish players from Irish people from the man on the street but mm. still with the ball it's just I think Jim again said it was ugly like it wasn't even that pretty it was, it was awful stuff and we must be able to play better Harry Arthurs plays in one of the I know they're struggling this year but they're a football team I doubt as a player Brady McLean so being in that team you must feel demoralised at times the ball's just bypassing you at times I know it's a game plan again myself and Liam were talking off air uh, Trapattoni always got hammered for being a long ball merchant but we did it at times but we did it well we knew how to do it and that's what I was saying about Denmark they do it and they do it slightly better than us but Still, just, listen, without the ball, brilliant. But without the ball, with us, yeah. awful. With the ball, well, same. It, it, within that, Absolutely awful, he's right. Yeah. Isn't he? Barely disappointing. There's no, you cannot argue with that that Damien mm. Duff just mm. said there. And, like, we're not, just to kind of have a bit of banter, we're not here to try and bash Ireland and do the usual and join the train. I think why we're most disappointed is the fact that 
Denmark turned out to be a team that's there for the taking or for a team that are not much different to us really and that's why to, for us to play that way for the full 90 minutes really wound us up Roy Keane contract talked about beforehand if Roy Keane stays at Ireland for the next term mm. for the Euros mm. is that a sign that he's accepted that this is the style that Ireland like he can say he's the assistant manager but if he stays again is that saying well, listen I, I actually think that this is the style that is best for Ireland yeah well I've said it to you I think on the air a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was he's bugging me in the sense that his sound bites when he does his, he always does one no other assistant in bloody football really does it unless the manager's not there and some of the sound bites they're bugging me now because you don't see it on the game we need yeah. to do this we need to do that and you're like brilliant this is why this is Roy Kane. he's going to put it out there and then the lads don't do it and you're kind of going why aren't you coming out doing your sound bites after going we didn't get it and I'm not happy and call them out do your Roy Keane thing your controversial sound bites that you do on your ITV sport and slag everyone that's going but he doesn't slag this team deep down if he was on a panel talking about them and he's done it before under Trapattoni and as, he, as Duff said not playing much different mm. absolutely destroyed it yeah. and he's quite happy to sit there and watch them doing it but that's what I'm saying I think personally he's right being the way he is not saying too much yeah, well, of course. know your place yeah. but off, that doesn't mean the field. Ha- uh, that doesn't mean if you are not happy with it you won't sign a new contract mm-hmm. if you're happy with what way it is you'll sign a new contract so I think a lot will be said hmm. if Roy Keane signs or doesn't sign a contract for Ireland because personally if I was Roy Keane mm-hmm. I wouldn't be signing a contract no. to go along with Unless that there was change to be made Ireland are a better team than no. that and to drag us down to the worst type and style of, of football, it's it, yeah, I say it's great. It's about results and all that. Up in Absolute Selbridge and Heights today, they'll try and play a better ball yeah, than that. Of course I went out and I seen Luke and United versus St. James's Gate on yeah. Thursday night. And St. James's Gate were poor, mm-hmm. but they were better than Ireland. Yeah. Because they, even against the team, they got out, they played and they looked to play football. It's 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 demoralising to look at that and yeah. to think that that's our style. People are looking at Ireland and going, "What are Ireland? They're not footballers." No, and like it's embarrassing actually. Like I I think I've said it as well before, and I, because I've said it so many times to anyone because we're, it's talking about Irish football, we talk about it a lot. There's only about five or six teams that are light years ahead of everyone. Yeah, and you have to play that way against them. Everyone's the same. When we play Germany and you're even England and all these, I have no problem playing like that because you have to because we'll get opened up all day long. Yeah, but. You're talking about nearly 200 other nations that are not much better than you. Yeah. So why can't we play? We have to have a plan B, which is a bit more, not overly expansive, a bit of a mix, a bit of a, keep what we're good at, and that's their defence, and keep them nice and comfortable, not overly exposed. But get out there and play ball. And as we've talked about the whole hill, and I was getting at him, but it wasn't more at him. It was more because when he's in the team, we know we try and play ball. And I think that's why the clamour is for him. But I think we need to play more like that all the time, because that's who we're up against. 90% 90% of the time Georgia horrendous but see, that's the thing Moldova we're playing that type of football and it's all terrible all the time giving them teams yeah. an opportunity to do what the, the, re, the difference between good teams and bad teams are good teams in pressure situations yeah. can yeah. cope with it yeah. bad teams ball bounces off them you nick the ball back yeah. off them they can't deal with one on one pressure situations or, or, or so forth yeah. but we let those teams who are lesser or equal to us mm-hmm. have the ball which mm-hmm. is very easy to do to be a good footballer if you like, have the ball if that's our plan A right we have that to a T now yeah. between Trapatonia we have it to a T yeah. we have to try other things we have to try 
a more expansive attacking type of game not overly but we need because that's who you're up against most yeah, of the we're time we're not asking to be Barcelona no. we're just asking to play a game of football yeah. get out and compete especially against teams at that level they're yeah. our level and as I said probably a top 10 channel and that's about it yeah. the rest are as good as us we ha- the FAI plan looks at under 8s under 9s mm. under 10s getting the ball playing it out from the back you're not allowed to kick the ball long or anything like that. Playing it out from the All back. the way up to under 21s and, and then senior. And then when you get to senior, you're, you have to sit back and kick the ball long. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll leave it at that, I think. Yeah. Now, in saying that, if, if you, no, you, you pray for a plan B on Tuesday. And as I said, against Wales, I said it, I couldn't care less how we play as long as we get the result. Yeah. This is kind of similar, without a shadow of a doubt. Of course. But the reason why we're having a bit of a moan is because Denmark aren't quite what people might have thought they were. They're not much better than us. So let's have a go. But it's not enjoyable watching Ireland anymore. Yeah, let's have a go. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I, I purposely don't go and buy tickets to go to the Ireland games because they're you know rubbish. Yeah, you know what you're watching. I'm not, I'm not paying 40, 50, 60 yeah. quid to go and watch rubbish. I can watch it on the telly. Yeah. Um, ad break? Ad break and uh, then back with a bit of a... What are we calling it? Uh, the Big Three. The Big Three. <laughs> Take it easy. Beastie Boys to get you going and pumped up. Played the wrong song. <laughs> we, we, we'll reveal it a little later because uh, we'll, we'll get off the Ireland team for a minute. But uh, it, yeah, it's 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 Ireland linked. But uh, we'll, just before we finish up with it, but because it, it is fun. Um, the big three. So what we decided is we need something for the guests to talk about when and for also in. when they're not here <laughs> and for when they're not here. So that's why we're going to do it. But no, I think it's just something that I think. We want to get inside guests' heads and we want to, you know... as you break say, from the norm. You always say, what grinds their gears or yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. So the big three. So basically what we're doing is we have three cards that we're going to hand out to guests. Um, one is going to be called the Under My Skin card. Second one is the Thumbs Up card. And the third one is a Puzzled card. And basically it's... Under My Skin card is going to be, I suppose, your, your, your rant or just what... As you always say, grinds my gears. Something that really bothers you in sport, maybe that week, maybe in general, overall, something that hasn't been, (laughs) hasn't been looked at, something that's been looked at constantly, it hasn't been changed or whatever. Uh, The thumbs up is something that's good in sport, obviously. Something you want to tip your cap off. And the puzzled one is exactly that. Something that you're just absolutely baffled by and you can't, and you can't really understand it and Mm -hmm. so forth. So, David Bugle, we're going to go for your, under my skin card <laughs> I've two but, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm only doing one you can only do one because okay. the first one is literally just two words and that's it Lewis Hamilton that's all <laughs> <laughs> why is it just Lewis Hamilton no just I don't, I don't need to say anymore I think a lot of people agree with me Lewis Hamilton under my skin moving on <laughs> <laughs> why does Lewis Hamilton ah uh, uh, what is it about him? Is it is it is it because he's winning all the time? No, is it his no, personality? Just, yeah, it's a bit of personality, a bit of like yeah, like he's just a hard man to like it's that as we said earlier on 
you know, he don't like the smug, arrogant ones and stuff like that. But it's always, he's just a bit of a smarmy, I think since he's gone to Mercedes, he's been hard. Like, he, he didn't like the fact that it was 50-50 with Rosberg, and it was quite clear he didn't like that fact. Yeah, yeah. And they were all buddies, and then as soon as Rosberg kind of started to compete with him near the end, he, he, he turned. But was that not a good thing? Oh, it was fantastic for that, sport. That there's a rivalry there. Yeah, what it would do. But uh, no, I just don't like him. And it's, he's a music mogul. I think he actually tries to advertise himself as a music mogul now okay. and a rap star. It's, it's just, he's just one of them. Like, it's not massive. It's just, we all have somebody that winds you up. And but he just, because he's world champion now again and this, that, you're like, and I see him a lot, it's like, Lewis Hamilton. Do you, um, his personality, do you think he has a personality? See, he's one of these child stars, so he probably never got a chance to really put a state. Like, he would have been eight or nine hitting the go-kart and seeing yeah. and it's been... I've actually seen a clip of him during the week. Exactly. He's been yeah. um, fast-tracked, basically, to start him from day one, so it's not all his fault. And as I said, I don't hate the guy. Absolutely not. And if anything, I admire the guy. He's an, he's an incredible driver and the whole chamaic. I get all that. But for some reason, he just... I tell you what, really, Grand Mac airs. He just don't like his face. Yeah. But anyway, football and centre-halves. That's my under my skin. That's, that's, under that's the norm now. Okay. Why don't we just get defenders who can defend first? And if they can play football, it's a bonus. So this is your... This is what skin. gets under my skin. Okay. So give us an example. Pick any centre-half in, in the big teams, really. They're all... They can play football, but they're not very good defenders. Okay. Because, it, anyway, I'll tell you why. Goalkeepers, shot stopper, that's a norm. That's not a, a trait. That's not an attribute as a goalkeeper. That's the norm. Yeah. That's the whole reason why you're in goal. It's yeah. the rest of the things. If you're good at the rest, that makes you a great goalkeeper. Yeah. But a defender should be able to defend first. Yeah. But there's an over-obsession now with getting these lads who can play a bit of ball instead of being good defenders. Like, you look at all the big boys, they're all, most of their weak spots are in the middle of their defence. Do you accept... That to be at the level needed to be a professional footballer at the top level, mm-hmm. that you need to be able to play football. I, not necessarily. Like not necessarily. I think it like a standard is can you defend? And some of the top boys are not very good defenders. If you were, you've pe- spent a lot of money on Lindelof, and he hasn't played him. Why? Because he's no faith in him. But he's, he's not a good defender. But I bet you can play football. I bet you can string passes and hold the ball. Out. So what? Haven't seen him. You're sent that exactly. <laughs> but you're sent to half me. Can you defend? Obviously not. That's why you're not playing. So when you look at Man City's, oh, to Mendy is shocking. But they own the ball all day, and that's how they get away with it. But these your centre halves like step out of the way and let the Fernandinho's and your drop in, and as long as you're a wall, what like Vincent Company. What about the f- philosophy? We call it philosophy. Yeah. I, I sometimes think that's BS about football mm, yeah, philosophy. Yeah. But Guardiola's philosophy of playing the ball out, that, do you think that he would play Kevin Moran in centre-half? No, he played a centre-midfielder in centre-half, half, Javier Mascherano. But that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what it's all about. Because, because that's he's able he to play wants. football. But, but what I'm saying is, do you, do, you think, to be do you think that, is it not acceptable to say that Sometimes some of these teams, example Manchester City, mm-hmm. they would need that type of player. Then they might sacrifice the the top class defending mm-hmm. ability for you know that edge, maybe the ten out of ten mm-hmm. defending for a nine out of ten defending or eight. See, out for Guardiola to be able to play seventy or owning the ball for seventy or eighty percent, so hence why. And I get all that, but the art of being a good defender it's irrelevant now they kind of they're, they're all playing in the championship in the lower levels of the Premier League now and they're better than that yeah. and I'm sure they can play football as well yeah. it's like Mamadou Sacco Liverpool's best centre half 
because he could de- he could defend. He always blocked. He always won the headers. Bit Bambi and nice, but I could put up with that. All right, so we're getting to the core of this now. This no, is but where Shane Duffy. Shane Duffy should be playing in the top five or six because yep. the same thing. The bloody guy can defend. Can yep. he pass? I don't know. But him and Dunk are awesome for Brighton and they're in the middle of the table because of the defence. Yeah. Because they're defending. Yeah. And obviously they're letting the lads... So, most of these football and centre-halves, all they have to do really is pass five or ten yards to the really great lads. Yeah. So it's not that difficult. Yeah. But the obsession is, is he comfortable on the ball? They don't want the Sacco or they don't want the potentially a Duffy. Oh, they're a bit risky. But they're going to stop a hell of a lot more goals. Than now, I remember, and we'll just because Sacco's brought up there, yeah. I remember a lot of the Liverpool fans giving out hell about Sacco giving out because hell if he play ball. about maybe Skirtle or whatever because they can't play ball out from the back so but all they're doing is literally feeding to the midfield and feeding realistically like they're not asking them to beat seven or eight players you're asking them to do good honest five and ten yard passes which if you're a professional footballer you should be able to do yeah. now if you're under a bit of pressure from a charge in Shane Long obviously they're going to be more panicky than midfield and forwards yeah. but that's normal yeah. But it's just, I'd just like to see the good, I'd like them to look at it. And it's not even a massive thing. It just winds me up a bit that these poor lads are, nah, nah, they're not great. Or they're, they're, it's because they can't play ball anymore and they can't. But this is why, and I suppose it's coming from a Liverpool's perspective for me. Why can't a Shane Duffy style defender not play for Liverpool? Because it's exactly what we need. Yeah. Your Lovrens and Clavans and even Matip is not the greatest. But because he can play ball and tr- dribble it into the mid, we all think he's great. Can but Lo- is he a good can defender? Lovren, can Lovren play football? Well, obviously he probably came with... No, but you know the way, if you watch them, they always like to... Centre-halves always try and, pr- try and prove that they can yeah. play ball. Listen, mate, you're there to block and yeah. tackle and take... If you can play ball, great, but cop onto yourself. Well, I'm going to... I agree with you anyhow. Yeah. I think you should be able to defend yeah. better than you can play the ball. But I also think that a modern-day footballer needs to be able to do both. But why can't it be a good partnership? Like, that's why... And, I, and I'm not pigeonholing Duffy here, but I don't see any reason why Duffy can't play with a good, solid football and centre-half at Liverpool, for example, and do the dogged work and maybe Liverpool can see his five or ten goals less. Well, I'll go back to the... And even Sacco for that man. United, still there. I'll go back to the Man United teams that were successful. Bruce and Pallister. Pallister a ball player, Bruce a ball winner. You go back to Ferdinand Vidic and Vidic. Exactly. Exact same An thing. absolute dog of a defender. So... There is a place for exactly. that. But I do agree. I'm, but I'm I think 100%. they're missing a little bit in the top six, say. I think yeah. that type of defender is missing. And that's what winds me up now. It's more obsession of, can he play football? I don't really care if he defends. Yeah. We're going to concede goals because we're going to attack all day long. And it's like, that's why I suppose you see the likes of your Duffy's and other top centre-halves. They're in the lower levels. You're going, they deserve to be up higher. They're better defenders than what's up there. That's... Was it decent? Was yes, that a decent I, one to start I, with? I think the under my skin section is going to be a little longer than yeah. the other ones. So. And we're going to a break. It's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I think I'll get mine out of the way and then yeah. we'll go for a break first. So, <laughs> my under my skin. And, and we're going to go God knows. We're going to go with a FA respect campaign right, first. How much abuse do you have to put up with each week? You! You know, people shouting at you. Get out there and do it! Having a pop. You ain't got no commitment, son! Swearing on that. I am bloody sick of it! What? None? You ain't showing pride! That's because you wouldn't put up with it, would you? Bill out yourself, Dad! I mean, people like you and me, we wouldn't stand for it, would we? You let the team, Dad! But then... You let me, Dad! We're not kids, are we? This is the last time! The last time! Okay, so... That's just a small clip of... And who was that 
fella shouting at Ray Winston. He was shouting at kids. Yeah. Okay. So this <laughs> this is this is my under my skin card. Yeah. My under my skin card is it's not necessarily We've only twenty odd minutes left, right? Yeah. Just letting you know. It's not necessarily the shouting at kids and stuff yeah. like that, which I mean I agree with uh, a lot of that, but. Under age football, under eights, nines, and tens, we talked about this before. They're looking to get player teams to show kids what way to play football. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, don't just get the ball, kick it down the field, run after it, chase mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Do actually try to play football, dare to lose the ball, and, and so on and so forth. And as you go up to through to thirteens, fourteens, and all that, you decide: do you want to play the ball out? Do you want to yeah. kick it long? That's that's fair enough. But to instill that at under eight and nines, not to be fearful of losing the ball. Now, I'm with an under nine team. Mm-hmm. Okay, up at Lucan United. I'm with an under nine team who play week in, week out with these rules in place. We play against teams who have managers who seem to not take these rules into consideration. They only think about is winning the game. Mm-hmm. So you play four games of 10 minutes. And you switch over after each one. Ten minute, fun game, go out and play. And these managers are getting their kids to kick the ball down. And you're going, okay. You, you, at, at the end of the ten minute game, you go, listen, the, the rules say, listen, you know, trying to pass the ball out from the back. You know, mm-hmm. you have a retreat line, you get them timing the ball, get them confident on it. You know, this is what, oh yeah, yeah, that's no problem. Then they kick the ball along and they let it go. And you're going, well, hold on here, buddy. I might have to talk to you about getting the ball passing it out these are the rules this is what we're supposed to be doing but just like that little ad campaign they start to get into this I'm an Alex Ferguson come on we got it and they want to go to the pub that night and they yeah. want to tell their, the, the rest of their parents oh yeah we had a great win this morning you know, I put, oh you're I, winding me up I put him into midfield and he was brilliant and he scored so. two goals and, and, and where are you in the league oh they don't have leagues yeah, but they yeah. don't have leagues for a reason Yeah, but I, I don't understand this we had a fella who we played against um I was from name a t- team from Blanchardstown. I can't mm-hmm. think. I think it's Mountview. And the rule is, it, you're allowed to kick the ball in or dribble it in, mm-hmm. right? From throw-ins and stuff like that. It's no throws. So what he was getting his players to do was stand literally one foot away from the player who had the ball. And I said, "Listen, you need to get your players." No, there's no, it's not in the rules. It's not in the rules. I said, "It's common sense." Football, the grey area. To huh? stand back and give them three or four yards, and then you let them come. The minute they touch the ball into the pitch, the game's on. No, this is it. And I actually had a Barney about it. So this idiot turns around and he's looking, he's looking to try and gain an advantage in an under eight game. And he's taking it so seriously. I, I don't get it. I, mm-hmm. I th- people are idiots. And the more, the older you get, maybe the crankier I get, but yeah. the older you get, the more you realize that people are absolute idiots. <laughs> if he, I can't understand it. There's football, they've great games, football manager. They yeah. have games at Pro Evolution. They have managerial uh, yeah. parts in it. Go play that. Go and play it. Yeah. Go and play it. Don't, don't make up your own rules. And, and then you wonder why Ireland are playing the way they are. Yeah. Because morons like this idiot from Mountview do this sort of similar thing every week, week in, week out. And then you go over and discuss it with them. Nothing. Blank. Mm. It's, it's, it, uh, now, I don't know. I don't know how he's brought up. But that's, 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 that's my under my skin. <laughs> have a funny feeling this could be a weekly one I think we actually might get some fan mail from this uh, let, let's see what else we can get right to have a rant about so uh, to all the people in Memphis uh, 
I hope you enjoy your Sunday. Anyway, we're going to go to the ads. You're listening to Liffy Sound, www.liffysoundfm.ie. Listen online, community radio at its best. And welcome back to Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. Okay, um, so again, big kickoff. 96.4 at gmail.com anything you want to do even if you want to have your under the skin card and we'll read it out for you your oh, thumbs yeah. up card or your puzzled card I think we're going to have to get a jingle for this because I think this might have legs it might have legs <laughs> it might have legs okay so David my thumbs up your thumbs up card um, it's nothing I don't want to get into it too much because I don't think it's a massive issue but I was still proud of Shane Bourne calling it like it was um, they do a little slot I think mostly on a Monday and a Friday morning on Ireland AM on TV3 and it's Paddy Mullion is the footballer and Shane Bourne's the rugby because most of our big sports are the two, yeah. the two. so they go through the, the week sport and whatever and of course Ireland are coming up so there's a big a little mini preview about it. So anyway, Shane Bourne was on uh, talking about Ireland South Africa yesterday and it was mentioned about Bundyaki. He says, listen, the rules are wrong. That's it. That's why they're changing him. But he's eligible. He can play. And listen. And I was like, all right, where's he going here? This is the reason why this one's different. It's because he looks different. No one had a problem with Jared Payne or any of these lads, but they have a problem with Bundyaki. Maybe that's the reason why. And of course, your man Cooney just, okay, moving on. <laughs> but I just want to give him a thumbs up for, it mightn't be true. But at least he put it out there and it's okay to talk about things like this. Maybe that's the reason why a lot of people are bothered because he, he does look a little bit different and he does look New Zealand, if you know what I mean. Slightly from like, like where, where from the Maori where, uh, region or whatever he is. Oh, he's, he's born and bred in New Zealand. Okay. But I tell you one thing, he looked ready to go and fired up yesterday. It was great to see him and I'm, I'm delighted to see him playing for Ireland. I don't care. Rugby people are rugby people, especially New Zealand rugby people. They love that game and they give it respect. He's been over here for, for long enough now. If he wants to play, he wants to play. They're the rules. If he's good enough, good enough. But fair play to Shane Bourne for at least putting it out there and not just going, yeah, I don't know why people are bothered. Like, that's a potential reason. And yeah. he's in the game. So, so that's why I respect him for so saying someone to back up the case. And he says, maybe it is because he looks different. Now, they didn't go into it. And, and I don't really want to go into it either because, as I said, I don't know enough. And I, I'd like to think it's not an element. But at the same time, I'm glad that it was put out there because why not? Because, as I said, there's been two or three of them. Josh Van der Fleer, CJ Stander. Uh, uh, as I said Jared Payne I don't really remember much of an issue with them they right. were delighted but apparently there was one or two little uh, it's getting a bit ridiculous now and it's like oh why because of him and it's like well, no reason okay so a little thumbs up to Shane Bourne for just putting it out there and not opening up a can of worms but it's just like well it could be and it's, and to be honest if it's not it shuts them up and yeah. all of us oh no I'm glad I'm glad he's playing let's yeah. move on okay so all anyway right. yeah, fair no, play to him well done Shane Bourne uh, my thumbs up goes to it's it, it, because it's sports related. David Beckham and and, and the pride of Britain. Now, not necessarily David Beckham, but the, uh, I, I tell you the truth, I like David Beckham. I yeah, think he, yeah. he, he does. He has a lot of time for a lot of people, yeah. and, and that's why I like him. But it was I can't remember the the, the child's name. Mine, I think, is his name. Yeah. Um, and it was his dream always to meet David Beckham. Mm-hmm. I think we'll just play the clip and it's then. Pride of Britain Awards. Pride of Britain Awards, yeah. I've always been a big fan of David Beckham. I think it's his passion on the game. I've got David Beckham's phone number. Would you like me to give him a ring? Amazing. I don't think he'd answer, but yeah. Hello? Hello, is that David? Hi, Peter. How are you? Right, just a moment. Just really. Um, hello? Hi Mo, it's David Beckham, how are you? How am I supposed to believe this is David Beckham, guys? I promise you this is David Beckham, I've heard you're a keen football fan. Yeah, um, 
when, when, when am I allowed to meet you one day? <laughs> Can't really hear you. Let me just move to a different part of the house. Okay, okay. Wait, you pause it? No, the reason why I'm pausing it is because I want to talk about... The, <laughs> that was a little lump of me throat. I, I knew know, what was coming. I know. The condition he has... It's a condition that he has these blisters all over his body and these blisters build up and build up. And it's not just one or two. It's Jeez. all over his body. Yeah. And they, the pain that he was in, so they showed the footage before. Yeah, yeah. Now, in the clip here that we're looking at, he looks fairly yeah, okay. Yeah, he's, he's in his wheelchair and he looks... But on a constant basis, he's in he's pain. In pain. <laughs> so one of the reasons why this, I enjoy these sort of things is because this, some a simple gesture That's like this... This can change. So he's gone to a different part of the house, but we can kind of guess where he's going. Here we go. That's a lot easier. Heard so much about you, Mo. You're an amazing person that does so much for so many different people, and everything that you have had to go through and are going through. But you care about so many other people. You care about being, I've heard, an ambassador now for the Acorn Children's Hospice, which is incredible. So the reason that I'm here today is to surprise you with the news that you have won a Pride of Britain award. Oh my gosh, you've won the Pride of Britain award. And this is the invite, so congratulations. You're an amazing young man. Oh gosh, that's just amazing. It's the best day of my whole life. Growing up and watching you, it's just been, just been amazing. I can't get my hair as good as you, but... <laughs> it looks better than mine at the moment. I was that lost for words that I saw his hair and then went on to hair topics. He was like right next to me here. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. <laughs> but again, as I said, sports personalities... Yeah. Uh, even movie personalities I think they have as part of their job it's not in their contract but yeah. I think as part of their job and their fame and the money they make out of it I think it's part of their job mm. to give young people like that who are, have a start and a trouble start mm -hmm. to give them a lift yeah. to give them that you know that, that reason to go out. now that kid Mo uh, he's called Proper character. Oh, and, I mean, to be a, an ambassador for a hospice yeah. at probably 12, 13 years yeah, of age, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. But my thumbs up goes to the, the Pride of Britain Awards, uh, it's both David Beckham and every other sports person who goes yeah. in. You see them at Christmas time. Now, in fairness, as much as we do know the stuff goes on and they do probably there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know no, about when you hear yeah, stories no, and there's no denying it like there is some grumpy people out there but thankfully a lot of them do put in the time and effort and it's great to see and it's nice to see some from time to time I'm not too bothered about seeing it all the time because I think they should do it regardless but it shouldn't be a, a press yeah, uh, no, I agree. Opportunity, no, as long I as it's agree. genuine and real. Now, in fairness for Beckham, it's obviously always genuine, yeah. and I'm sure he does way more than what we see. Yeah. So, but uh, now, top but I think hit, it's, top I hit. think, I think it's a good side of. But it's nice to, to put it out there and say, look, you see it, you see the, them go to the hospitals at Christmas yeah, time, and yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. all those kids who yeah. are stuck in hospital. It makes their makes their couple Christmas, of minutes so. of the day, you know, and they'll remember forever, you forever. Know? Yeah, you know, okay. even us, even us, we remember when we meet them. Yeah, when they just say hello and keep walking, you know. Now, 
your oh, puzzled bad. card. Now I'm raging because I'm we have find how it. many minutes have we got left here? About uh, four, four minutes or yeah. so. Is it? Um, my puzzle one. I can't really get into it too much because I couldn't find the video again because I had it on my tablet instead of it on my phone. But it's very funny. Paul Gini, uh, Kerry. I don't know whether you won an All Star this year, but you won't care anymore because you, you don't like All Stars. Uh, he tried to explain the Kerry Football Championship, which I thought would be just a simple round robin knockout. But he tried to explain in about a minute and a half in the clip. But it's just baffling. They've two championships for like eight senior clubs. Then they have another championship where I think the eight seniors are in. Now, I could be even explaining it better than him, even though I don't have the clip. <laughs> but then there's regional teams where it's a couple of clubs together who could be potentially uh, not minor, but like junior and intermediate right. come together. And he's with Dingle and he goes, I'm in the West region, but I can't play for them because Dingle are one of the eight seniors so we don't need to play for the regional team and the regional team are in so and it's and the more he explained it even the guy he was interviewing you could see his kind of the camera was sh- shuffling a bit because he started to giggle because he's like what yeah so mine is if can if if anyone from Kerry or who knows the Kerry championship very well please get on to us and explain to us exactly how it is and which championship counts for say which one wins is it the standard eight teams do they go on to go into the Munster Championship for the club what way does it work but even like there's there's the eight then there's four regionals and it's the be- oh, I'm I'm not explaining it well but then again neither the Pogini because I haven't a clue what he said and even at the end he goes yeah even I'm getting confused saying it like it's so it's just that's far, what too, puzzled me. far too over complicated yeah and as I said it's the second championship that's what's throwing me why is there a second championship is this the one where the boys can like progress but what if one of the regional teams win yeah. Do they progress? This is the West Kerry team going to the club championship. I don't know. And if so, why do they have that other championship? Why? So, this could be about layouts of tournament <laughs> competitions, right? That's what it is, more so. I seen a thing there the other day with the Nations League. <laughs> that's another Pandora's box. Right? So, that's, that's obviously complicated enough. Oh, yeah. But UEFA and FIFA are in the talks. FIFA want to get in on it. To do a World Nations mm-hmm. League. So yeah. not only is it going to be complicated enough as it is, they're going to bring in the whole world. So yeah. I understand that one because yeah. I think they make things far too complicated. Yeah. When they have it perfect as it is, then they try to complicate like it. The, the best thing about championship, like is in GA championships, the only change they should have made, fair enough, one game in your row. Some of them are like, geez, it's a bit rough training all year. Yeah. So a lot of the club championships need to do a round robin and then the top team out of the group or the top two go into the knockout. That's simple, fine. Simple, Let's leave yeah, it at that. Simple. But now in regions and this, that and the other, because somebody's probably moaning because they're not enough. If your team's not going enough, tough. You've that's eight it, seniors, that's it. You're gone. Yeah, Maybe do a, a league of eight or two groups of four, whatever. But tough, these regional crowds. But when, the more he talked about it, I kind of switched off. And that's why I'm not explaining it well. But then again, neither did he. Yeah. But yeah, it's stuff like Anyway. That's yeah. what has me puzzled. I, I can understand that. I'll okay. try and find the clip and play it for next week. But yeah, it won't be any. You won't be any clearer. Yeah. Okay. My puzzle card <laughs> is uh, well. It's basically your thumbs up card. Oh. But my puzzle card is that residency rule. So yes. What was it? The rugby player's name? Bundyaki. Bundyaki. So I'm not against Bundyaki, but what I am against is, and I'm not against DJ Stander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I I don't get is why they need to bring these in. A residency rule, if we had this over the last 10 years mm-hmm. or 15 mm-hmm. years, would a Brian O'Driscoll get through? What, so what yeah. I'm saying is, what's to stop now players who don't make it? Now it is changed. The rugby, the rugby league turning into the rugby union. What is oh, to yeah, stop yeah. that from happening? Well, so I'm, I'm puzzled. What, if anything, it's getting harder because it used to be three years. Now it's going to be five. 
So okay. you're really like if you bring in a young fella at 20 years of age, unless they actively go out and scout. But if they're bringing in an experienced guy of 27 or 28, he has to be 33 before he can play. So it is changing. Right. But it used to be three years, and hence Bundyaki was one of the last of the three years right. residency that could play. Okay. Now I wouldn't know the whole ins and outs, but I genuinely don't think Ireland are actively going out and seeking these guys who aren't playing for South Africa. But I don't get, get what the rule, I don't get what the rule's purpose is. I don't get why they feel the need to bring it in that it's going to make the game better. Is it, it, it is no because idea. there's so many good players in the Southern Hemisphere Probably, it's, it's probably more of a Southern Hemisphere thing because there's so many potentially good New Zealand but surely that won't, Pacific that, Islanders. that won't help the English, Welsh, Scottish, no. Irish leagues. Without a shadow of a doubt. And maybe that's where it's coming from. Okay. And to get more of the best players playing the top international game in order to advertise the game better, obviously, when it comes to World right. Cups. Detail. But I, I know exactly what you're saying. It, you know, you I, th- I think if you have a rule that has to be purpose behind it, I don't yeah. get the purpose. That's basically what and I'm And to be honest, I'm not pretty much, I'm not too far behind you, to be honest, either. All right. We have, uh, if you have a listen out during the, during the week, we have... Do you want to play a little snip of your... Uh, no, because we're going to go. <laughs> so... <laughs> Listen this week, three o'clock to four o'clock. Luke and Live is on. It's yes, a, 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 any, Monday to Friday. Any issues you have in in general day to day to life, get onto the Luke and Live team. Uh, we're going to go and to that's on next. And, and basically, Chemical Brothers go talk to us.
Can't sleep, can't breathe, uh, can't think, can't sleep, can't breathe. Uh, everybody jumping out of their mind. Everybody going out of their skins. Everybody jumping out of their mind. 